All Nate Bennett wants to do is bring his dream school back to prominence. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Baylor brought to you by Game Time. I am joined by Nate the Great Bennett. 2024 uh, three-star quarterback out of Oaks Christian in California and a returner to Locked On Baylor. We talked with Drake a few months ago. If you haven't listened to that, it's great. Uh, we're going to rehash a little bit of it here too. So listen to us first because it's your first listen today and every day. But then after that, go listen to how we talked to Drake. It was awesome. But Nate, how you doing, man? I'm great. Got no complaints. Excited to be on here and talk to you and some of the fans a little bit. So um, super blessed um, and just, just living life. So we'll get into a little more of it, but super blessed. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the big points from last time, and I think the thing that people want to hear the most, obviously, is uh, Drake asked you the question, why Baylor? And you've got a ton of of Baylor ties. So tell me a little bit about your your background and how it relates to Baylor. Yeah, so it's so funny. I feel like I've told this so many times and I love doing it because it really is it's so important. It's like kind of my connection and kind of coming back into the scene with Baylor. So lived in Waco probably from, I want to say ages like three to six. So super young. So don't even remember a whole lot of it. But the connections that were made there um, have still like lasted with me now. And that's why I think Baylor will be such a nice transition just because of the people that I know. But my parents actually both graduated from Baylor. Um, so they're happily married. So Baylor did something good for them. So hopefully yes. something good can come from, from it for me. But, um, parents went to Baylor, have a lot of family in Texas. Um, some of my parents, best friends, some of my best friends, um, all are still in Waco and Dallas area. And so in terms of, I think that definitely played a role in the recruiting or whatever you want to call it, just like, where do I want to spend the next four to five years or however long it may be, you know, of my life. Um, and just putting aside football, just like wh- where's community, where's where's a place that I can meet people that are going to, you know, positively impact my life. And I think like looking at any school, whether they had offered me or not, um, it's like Baylor was a spot that I wanted to be at. And so it was honestly, I'm, you know, picking where you want to go to school was such a huge decision sure. um, for anyone, but it felt so easy for me. And so like just a seamless transition or, or what I hope it will be. Um, when I get to Baylor in January. So I guess, you know, there's so much more into that and so much more ties that I have, but it's probably the main stuff. So Definitely. And, and you know, a lot of kids who get recruited to Baylor are not Baylor fans growing up. And that's, that's football, that's all sports, that's students too. I was definitely one of them. So having, so you obviously knew a lot about Baylor kind of before oh, this sure. recruiting process. And so when you do start to, first off, let's start here. When you get the call, uh, that that Baylor is going to offer you. Uh, what's what's kind of going through your head at that moment? I mean, it's so funny. I think I think back on it pretty often, um, and my parents will bring it up because it's probably more not even shocking, but like more exciting and exhilarating to them than it was to me. Just because they went there, and it's like, oh, my son, you know, all the all the emotions that come with being <laughs> a parent and seeing your son, you know, live out his dream. Um, but I think. I kind of yeah, had sensed it coming and I had talked to a Baylor for a long time and, and me living in California is a very different dynamic of just Baylor doesn't really recruit. Um, 
in California a whole lot. Um, there's obviously certain special scenarios like mine, um, but I'm just blessed to happen to find my film. And we started this relationship and came out to watch me throw in California a couple of times, um, built that relationship with Coach Bell. And so I kind of had, it had begun to pick up and he was going to see other people. And it was, it was all like there was this list and it kept getting narrowed down. And I was just like, Baylor's where I want to be. I always knew that. Um, but I was like, at the end of the day, I trust God. Whatever God has for me is going to happen. And But of course, I'm like, oh, I really hope it's Baylor. Like, I really hope this is what you have for me. And at the end of the day, I just had to control what I could control and kind of leave it in God's hands and be like, if this is what is supposed to happen for me, then it'll happen. And I always believed it was Baylor. And so when I got the call, it was just like, honestly, tears. Like, yes. not just for my parents, but I'm like, wow, like, this is crazy. Like, it's actually happening. Like, all my dreams what I've wanted to do since I was a little kid and not even just related to Baylor. Cause that's always been a dream, but like just college football at sure. a really high level, I'm just like, Whoa, like we're here. Um, and so it was just such a blessing and like a relief of like, I can just go and play so free now. Like they offered me and I knew I was going to commit. It wasn't like they offered me and I'm like, okay, now I can weigh the decisions like that. Like this is why I'm gone. Like, and I think a couple of days later it was like officially committed. And so it kind of was, the offer felt like the commitment because I knew that's where I wanted to be. And so it was a no brainer. And yeah, that moment was surreal. Like, I'll never forget it. Yeah. So it's and, pretty awesome. And, and kind of second part of that question where I was going to it at first is just, you know, obviously you knew a lot about Baylor in general. I mean, just more than most student athletes when they yeah. get recruited know about a school like Baylor. And so was there anything that's kind of stood out to you in the process of, you know, talking with coach bell or getting to know more about the program was there anything that stood out to you like, man, this makes it even better? Yeah, I think just from the visits that I've been on, like the unofficial visits and being around Waco again, like when I'm older and yes. can really grasp like, what is Waco? What is Baylor? What does it um, bring? What does it carry? And I think just those experiences and, and creating that relationship with Coach Bell and some of the coaches was just like, I can't even imagine being anywhere else. And so... I had this, you know, original knowledge of Baylor and this preconceived notion of what Baylor was. And it really was all true, like when I experienced it firsthand. And so I think just being around those people and being around the culture of the team and some of the players, like I really want to be a part of this. So I don't know if that answers your question fully, but I think just like you never really know something's true until you experience it, right? Sure. Just like someone can say one thing and then do the other. And it's like, well, that wasn't true. But I think yeah. being around Waco and around the campus and just seeing how Coach Aranda runs the program, it just like really changed my whole perspective on it and really furthered the truth of what I already believed. And, and most fans don't get to see that. Most people don't get to see what's really going on behind the scenes. And so it's really cool getting to experience that and then getting to officially be a part of it. I'm so excited. Like, honestly, I don't even have the full words for it, but it's pretty awesome. That's awesome. And, and I mean, they do say don't meet your heroes, which is essentially what you had in this case. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out it's to true. be good. So it's true. Perfect. I know I broke that. I broke that stereotype. So it's, yes, it's we that's we're already starting to break stereotypes. Yeah. And that's what we love. There we go. That's what we love. Bingo. Uh, I know. So I know it's busy your senior year. But you talked to Drake back in, in the spring, and at that point you had not been to George's. Have you been back to Waco and had that opportunity yet? I know uh, – yeah. I, I had this feeling that this question was going to come up. and <laughs> I know it was lingering I, after the last I know. Interview. I know. I was like, shoot, maybe I should have lied. Maybe I should have said I went. But you probably should have. Yeah, but, just look yeah, up the menu. Probably. 
Yeah. I know exactly, but I didn't do that. And I have been to, I want to say I've been to Waco probably like three or four times after that, whether it's my official yeah. visit or to games and to the disappointment of everyone, including myself, I have not been. So. Mm. We've got to get you there. I mean, I we've got plenty of time. You're, you're going to have plenty of time down here in Waco. Don't tell the coaches. They might take my offer away or something. It's, it's, it's that important. So I need to, I need yeah, to get I'm, out there and make it happen. I'm, I'm telling my producer to, to cut that out for Sean Bell. Sean Bell gets yes. shadow banned from that yes. part of the episode. But. I apologize to everyone. But. <laughs> well, we'll get there of, eventually. And speaking of Sean Bell, we're going to talk a little bit more about him and a little bit more about y'all's relationship here in, in this next segment here. Today's episode of Locked on Baylor is brought to you by Game Time. Now, I know we've all had those experiences in the past where you're looking for tickets and you just keep getting these random numbers. You don't know what the fees are going to be, and it just seems impossible. That's where game time comes in. In fact, I got it in a couple of weeks. I'm going to see my Boston Bruins in Dallas against the Stars. I'm ready to get hurt again by this team. But game time is going to make that possible, okay? We've all had those experiences. Game time is what makes it so much easier. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know what you're seeing. You know where the teams are shooting at, which net they're going to shoot at twice. You know if you're going to have an obstructed seat or anything like that. And the all-in prices show your total up front. So you know you're getting a great deal without the hidden fees that you see on all the other websites. And it's so easy. You buy the tickets in seconds, just two taps, and you've got them. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute deals. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Back with Nate Bennett. Nate, I, I know you've talked to a couple, you had a couple of coaches recruiting you, but you mentioned Coach Sean Bell coming out and and getting to meet you out in California, seeing you throw a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your your relationship with, with him as Baylor's quarterback's coach. Yeah, um, I think for any position, the main or at least the original connect is that position coach, right? If you're a receiver, mm -hmm. it's the receiver's coach, running back, running back coach. So in my case, being a quarterback, it was Coach Bell. Um and so I just from the moment that he had kind of reached out and we had begin um, just like messaging and, and keeping in touch like every coach does, like I just felt like he really cared. And I think that's been a theme with every coach at Baylor is like putting football aside, putting everything else aside. Like we, we care about you and we want the best player and the most talented player. Um, but we also want um, somebody who exemplifies the culture of Baylor. And he and just like Coach Aranda cares about that, he cares about that really deeply. And so that was a major attract for me of just like, wow, like this is different than other coaches I've talked to and just how he carries himself and um, how he coaches quarterbacks too. You always want to find someone who has a specific coaching style and getting to go out for visits and kind of like hear more of that process um, was awesome. And so, yeah, he's been a very pivotal part of that. And it's definitely a huge reason of why kind of I chose Baylor, just that relationship that we have. So um I love him just as a coach and as a human. And so he, he played a, a massive role in that and was really one of the first people to believe in me. And that's always really, really important. You want to go somewhere where you're wanted. And yeah. 
obviously them offering me was showing that they want me, but at the same time, it was more than that. Um, and it was more than just football. So that's super important to me. So he's, yeah, he's and, an amazing man. And kind of building off that a little bit because Bay Baylor has struggled recruiting these last two cycles here. And obviously you, you don't have to answer for that, but uh, Sean Bell is one of the people that has come under some fire a little bit because there have been some sure. high rated quarterbacks, some before you, some after you that have had, had Baylor on the table and it just hasn't found it. So I think a lot of people, they don't, they don't know the Sean Bell. So kind of sure. building off your last answer there for a guy who is a local product of Baylor legends has all kinds of records at Baylor. Do you feel that he has that, that just love for the program and the guys that, that play for him, that's going to in turn make, make you want to go out there and play for him. 100%. And I think that's, you can feel it when you talk to yeah. him and you can feel it when you're around him. Um, he loves Baylor so much. Like, like you said, I mean, went to Baylor, played quarterback at Baylor, did a lot of great things there. You know, coming back as a coach, um, he can see the game from a different view. He knows Waco. He knows the expectations that come with Baylor. He knows how the fans are going to spot. You know what I mean? He knows everything. Yep, yep. And so he can really prepare, whether it's a quarterback or just the team, and look look at it from a different perspective. Um, so I think, like you said, people and fans, they don't get to see – I mean, they just see the outside of it. Oh, we didn't get this right. guy or this. Right. It's like, well, there's so much more that goes into it, like that you don't understand, whether it's something personal. Um, and so, again, like that's not all my place to talk about, but I think my personal experience <laughs> is there's no better recruiter, no better person I met than Coach Sean Bell. It doesn't matter what school it was. And so that – I mean, I owe so much to that guy, and – Hopefully I go and ball out for him, which that's the plan. Yeah, we uh, hope and win so. a lot of games. Yeah. So um, maybe take some of his records out of there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that, that'll be that. I mean, hopefully he still likes me after that. But I know that's that's what he wants for me too. And for every quarterback he has. So yeah, I think Coach Bell is so secure in who he is too. All the coaches mm. are so secure in who they are that it's like, you know. They, they couldn't care less about what someone from the outside says. And sure. I know for a fact, that I don't look at like that me, either. For sure. Exactly. Right? Come on. <laughs> no. But uh, it's just like that really has no bearing on their life. And I think that's a perspective that every, especially the position of quarterback, you kind of have to look through of like, you know, your job and you know what's going on and the, the inside details more than anybody else. And so, yeah, everybody has the fear of man or what people say can, can influence them, but you have to have a short memory and you have to move on and you have to be so secure in who you are that good game, bad game, good pass, bad pass, it doesn't matter. And um, you know who you are. But again, quarterback, you got to win games and you got to go and perform and that's part of it. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing both of those things, you know, playing really well also, being secure in who you are. That's, I think that's the two biggest things in quarterback. So they go hand in hand, but. Yeah. We're looking forward to that too, Nate. We're really looking forward to that. So in, in terms of you and your game at quarterback, uh, you 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 can do a lot of different things. I think you're a versatile quarterback, at least from what I've seen in my great judgment of football eye. Um, so is there someone you try to model your game after to say, hey, you know, Baylor fans, when, when I get going, expect to see this kind of guy out on the field? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Thanks. I th yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, but uh, I think there's a lot of different quarterbacks that I enjoy, like you know Patrick Mahomes, just because he's a magician on the field, and everybody wants to be like Patrick Mahomes. You know, people are throwing with their eyes closed now. It's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> um, and he's one of one. He's a different, different type of guy. But I think 
in terms of play style and who I think that I play the most like and think that I could get to that point of like, that's who I play like is pro as Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, it's not he's, a bad he's, one. Yeah. Cause, cause he, yeah, he's pretty dang good. Um, but he's, he's super, he's very mobile, like sneaky athletic and he's older now. Um, but he, when he's moving out of the pocket or, you know, evading defenders, he's looking to throw. His eyes are always downfield, which is something to just from a quarterback's perspective, I notice. Um, and I think that's one of my strengths too, is when you get out of the pocket, keep your eyes downfield, find someone last second, scramble drill. And um, he just like flicks the ball. Like, I just love how he throws the ball, it's easy. whether it's, it's sidearm, whether it's over the top, he has different arm angles. And I think that's what I do pretty pretty well. Um, I can change my arm slot, change my arm angle. Um, and I think you guys will see that a lot when I'm there. Um, yes. In the right times, of course, you know, you always want to be traditional and, you know, make the pass, but how, however it gets done, it gets done. But just Absolutely. how Aaron plays, he's super smooth, super chill, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. And I think that's kind of what I bring to the table, just personality wise is just going to try and go get the job done, um, make good plays and be a good leader. But I love A-Rod. Hopefully he gets he gets well soon. Rumor is he'll be back for the playoffs. That's what I've heard. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, is, are they going to be there? He's doing, he's doing some. Well, I mean, they beat the the Eagles just. I now. know. I must so, have man. I know. So if if A Rod gets back, it could be a different story. But um, yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, that's gonna that could be a three team playoff division, and none of them are my team. So. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. So, are you a Cowboys fan? You guys will be there. No, sir. I'm a I'm a Patriots fan, born and bred. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, so no, sorry. It's, it sucks now. It was great for a long time. It, it was good for a long time. Sucks now, I had to take some happy pills before coming on here after the loss to Raiders. <laughs> so, uh, talking about though, look at looking at being on the field at Baylor. You know, a lot of people see that this wide zone offense that that Jeff Grimes runs and thinks why would a quarterback want, want to be in this offense? Because it is kind of run first, but sure. I think what kind of gets hidden behind it is there's a lot that can go on the quarterback's shoulder in a good way in, in this kind of offense. So when you 100%. see this wide zone scheme, do you find it as one that you think you can succeed in? 100%. And I think, like I good. said, we would have been in trouble with, if you <laughs> said no. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm switching, I'm switching positions now. But uh, I think – while I said like Baylor was an easy decision for committing, which is true. I mean, you always look into the offense, offensive coordinator, what do they do? How do they use the quarterback? And I think at the same time, I don't think they would have offered me or wanted me unless they thought that I could do it. You know what I mean? Um, and so I really love a lot of the, cause a lot of the passing game comes off of play action, right? Mm -hmm. um, because we're running the ball, running the ball, um, a lot of tight ends, zone run scheme. And so I think that's something I can thrive in. And, and being in high school, a lot, most of it's shotgun, right? And you're just kind of like mm -hmm. throwing it around. Shotgun zone defenses. Yeah. Yep. And as much as we like to be like, my, you know, my coaches, you know, it's a West Coast this. And it's like, no, it's just high school football. And you're <laughs> finding the open guy. And I'm reading the defense, the safety, whatever it is. And college is that next level. But um, yeah, I've actually, I've had conversations with coaches and kind of like looked at how Baylor's offense compares to you know, NFL teams or whether it's the 49ers or this or that, whether it's formations um, or how they um, use play action, it's really interesting to me. And I think about, okay, how is this going to prepare me for the next level? You know, Lord willing, you know, that's the dream. I want to play in the NFL. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's really cool to see how that's implemented, like the pro game and, and the college game. And so, yeah, I think I can succeed in this, you know, a lot of just my ability to move in the pocket and, and throw the ball off of play action. And a lot of Baylor stuff is intermediate throws with the tight ends, and then they'll have shots 
I mean, you've seen a couple with Monterey, just like, you know, he's fast as crap, but, you know, running down the middle, yeah, yep, and, yep. and just kind of airing it out. So I think, and a lot of times offense can depend on what quarterback's in there. You might have to change a few things um, to what a quarterback's sure, really good at. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. So with, with Sawyer and Blake, two um, great quarterbacks with different styles, and you have styles, to yep. – exactly. And so – and that's something, again, fans don't see, but that's part of football, and that's part of – um, the thought process of what goes into it. So um, at the end of the day, I trust the coaches, you know, scheme or whatever the scheme is. I trust the coaches to put me and the team in the best position to win and to succeed. So um, to fully answer your question, I enjoy the scheme. I think it's really yeah. fun. Um, and I don't mind running the ball and, and, and scoring touchdowns and handing the ball to stud running backs and then makes the passing game more wide open with, with a threat of the run. So I got no issue with it. Sure. I'm excited. Sure. And you mentioned it a few times kind of in that answer in terms of, you know, growing your game even more. Obviously, you're still a young man. You've got plenty of ways to go. Yeah. Um, but you get the commitment at the end of your junior year. Mm -hmm. Your senior season, you can you can kind of cut it loose a little bit. But sure. I, I, you, I could hear it from that answer. You know it's a big step up at that next mm -hmm. level to, to the Big 12. And so what, what are the things that you've been working on in your game here in this senior season to help kind of make that transition a little easier to the Big 12? Yeah, I think a lot of it is not as much throwing the ball or stuff that's skill or talent. Um, I think it's a lot of mental stuff of just talking to people who have played a lot of football and who are coaches, whether it's on my team or not, and, and kind of being like, okay, how can I get better before the snap? What do I see pre-snap? You know, pre-snap, post-snap, it's kind of like a common term with quarterbacks is like, a lot can change in two and a half seconds because that's, you know, probably the average time of when I want to throw the ball. And you got to make so many decisions. And so I think that's probably the biggest jump to the college level. So I'm just trying to get ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? So I think mentally it's probably been the place where I've tried to grow the most, whether it's coverages, blitz, offensive line protection. Um, and there's more small details with that. Um, and I was, I was out for beginning of the year for like two to three games for a small back injury. Um, and so that kind of forced me, right, to be like super locked in on the mental right. side of football. And it's horrible sitting on the sideline. And in my case, you know, watching my team lose some games that we should win. And it's like, it sucks. Um, but you have to look about, okay, what could I have done different here? What would I have done if I was in this situation? And it's coming back from that, it's the past four games has helped me so much. And so I think the mental side of, you know, it's probably 80% mental, the quarterback position. But a lot of dudes can throw the ball really, really well. There's a lot of dudes who are 6'5", 220 pounds that can run four fours nowadays. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think – and you see it a lot of times of dudes who are super talented and it doesn't work out for them. And I'm not saying it's because they're not smart, but I think that mental side of football is super key. So I just been trying to hone in on that um, and enhance that. So. Gotcha. Now one last question for you. we got to make it quick because I'm, I'm late on this ad read. But – I got to know, as someone who is already going bald, can you just quickly take me through the hair routine? Because it's if you're watching on YouTube, you know why I'm asking this. It's immaculate, Nate. It's immaculate. Well, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. I, I don't know if there's much of a routine. I mean, you. Got, I, I think oh, my dad. It's just natural. My, da just... my dad. I mean, my dad gave it to me. He, he's got. The, I got the gene from. My dad Bennett gave me this hair stuff. too. The solar panel. He, <laughs> yeah, I, I won't well, get too into it here, but that's that's my dad's work. It's not that bad. The Baylor hat looks good, though. You know. He, <laughs> well, yeah, that's why it's an every episode thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I don't know. I just just wash her, wash my hair. Um, just kind oh, of. Uh, the Lord blessed me with the hair. Answer. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's such a I sound so arrogant right now. You, I you, the you best brought, hair. I'm going D1 football. No big. You, you brought up the question, so I wouldn't have brought it up. But, um, yeah. He's, you're humble. Too humble. But I appreciate it. Nate, and I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. You're already a friend of the show. Who knows? We might have to have you on again before you even step foot on the campus in January. I would love really to. Appreciate. I got I got some time every once in a while once I finish <laughs> my homework. So I'm, I'm always free to talk. I love it. That's awesome. Nate, thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to have you on campus. Of course. You're awesome. Sickum Bears. Sickum. Today's episode of Locked on Baylor's also brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. They are changing the game when it comes to non-alcoholic beers, just like this week's Game Changer of the Week. Baylor on bye week, so I'm going with my man, Nate the Great. Nate Bennett led Thousand Oaks to a big win on Friday night, he's been doing that all season long, and the other schools are going to be the ones missing out. He's coming to Baylor. Okay, and Athletic Brewing Company is changing the game as well. It's got the best taste of your beers without the hangovers and without the alcohol. It has completely changed the game. They actually taste good. They're great-tasting, award-winning, and beat-out full-strength beers in global competitions. They brew over 50 styles of craft, non-alcoholic beer, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more. And they're constantly releasing limited-edition experimental styles to add to their variety. And they're fit for all times, y'all. When you're watching a big game, or even if you're at your kid's game, it's working for that too. Tackling work, or even working out. All of those things. No hangovers ever. You can find it in-store, online, and at bars around the country. And you can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you, like I just said. But if you want to use it online, first-time customers can use code Locked On to get 15% off your first online order. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brewing, near beer, exclusions and conditions do apply. Big thank you to Nate Bennett for joining today's show. Uh, it's always so intri intriguing to me to hear the, the kind of behind the curtain of these recruits. You know, it's it's been a tough couple of years for Baylor in, in recruiting. And I'm not saying, you know, that Nate Bennett's a great guy and he's a great quarterback, but that doesn't just wash away all the bad things they've done in recruiting. But it does show you the positive things that we don't get to hear. We just see the negative results of a guy like Austin Novosad dropping out, like we kind of talked about in the interview there, but you don't see the care and the time that these coaches put in and the, the well intentions that are there, especially for a guy like Sean Bell. I mean, he is a, a record holder at Baylor. It's his alma mater. He's a, he's a local kid from, from China spring. I uh, just had his touchdown record broken at China Spring by Cash McCollum, by the way, if you follow high school football. Um, but he really does care about Baylor and the future of this program. And he has been in the living rooms of some of the top recruited quarterbacks in the nation. And it will be so interesting to see because, you know, you miss out on an Ovisad. You miss out on a DJ Lagway. You miss out on a Walker White from Little Rock Christian over in Arkansas, a four-star quarterback for this class. But it's those kids like Nate Bennett that Baylor has been so good with in the past. You know, those, those three-star guys that you make into five stars. That was great under Art Bryles. That was great under Matt Rule. And, of course, for the first few years of David Randa, a lot of them were Matt Rule guys, of course. But that's where when Baylor is at their best, that is how they're doing it. They're not going to be pulling in five-star guys every year. The fact that we have been in the living rooms on some of those four- and five-star guys like Novosad, like Walker White, like DJ Lagway, that's a bonus. And yeah, coming off 
your best season ever two years ago, you'd like to be able to use that momentum to land these guys, but you didn't. And what you have is a kid who has been doubted at the high school level, uh, who was probably under-recruited in Nate Bennett, but a kid who loves this program and wants to do well for this program, for this school, gets the mission of this university. You know, it's we all want to win football games. We do. I do. I come on here every week complaining about how we don't win football games. But when you have someone that's going to buy in, you know he's going to buy in from the beginning. You know, he, he wants to grow as a person. He wants to grow in his faith. And he wants to grow on the football field. And he wants this team to win. I mean, at the end of the day, that that's that's all you can ask for, right? That's all you can ask for. And, I mean, you heard it there. That's a kid who's not really interested in NIL. He's just interested about winning football games, becoming a better player, and a better teammate, making his teammates better. And it, it seems like a sentimental rant, but that's the kind of thing you want in your locker room and on your campus. And I wish we had a lot more Nate Bennett's. And I hope he turns out to be that record-breaking quarterback. I really do. You know, he's a kid who's been doubted at this level, and, you know, he'll get doubted in the comments section of this video. I know it. But he's he came on the second time he's come on because he cares about Baylor. And I think there's a part in him that wants to make to wants to let you guys know it's it's gonna be okay. Who's he gonna play for? I don't know. I can't, you know, I I can't say it's gonna be the same coaching staff that recruited him. I, I wish I could to give that kind of stability to Baylor that we thought was gonna be such a big advantage going into the Big 12, but he's gonna be here and definitely wants to be a leader on this team. You know, he said it, he said it twice now. You know, the, the, there are bigger schools that do come after you after a commitment like this. And he has politely told them to kick rocks. I'm going to Baylor. I'm a Baylor guy. You saw the light after being an OU fan. We forgive him for that. And we got to get him to Georgia's a little bit more. But this is a kid who's going to come in, give you 100%, and give you exactly what you want as a program, both on the football field, inside the walls of the locker room, in the classroom, and in your community. So I hope that was a little bit of a glimpse into the, the small victories that Baylor has had in recruiting uh, under this regime of, of Aranda and Grimes and, and Sean Bell and, and all the guys on that staff. This is clearly um, a step in the right direction. You, you need to get more of these guys, and you need to develop them while they're here. You know, it's, it's all well and good to talk about the effort they're going to give you, but um, at the end of the day, it comes down to the W's and L's. Um, so that's just a, a little peek into the recruiting world. We're coming off a, a bit of a slow week, obviously, with Baylor on the bye, uh, but moving up two spots in 10-12 Network's Big 12 Power Rankings, so maybe do, do these a little more often. Uh, it seems to be working. We're going to talk Cincinnati this week. That's where the Bears are on Saturday. Is it a winnable game? Yeah, probably. You don't know what you're getting from this team week to week as we've seen the past few games. And the things that you do count on or you won't be surprised by are not good things. I'm hoping this team is, is 1-0 on the road this year, that they're using that us-against-the-world mentality once again, and they can prove some of us wrong. Because without this one, I mean, I said this last week, uh, even if they win, I, I don't know. I think a bowl game is probably a bridge too far for this team. But if they lose, I mean, that's that's done. That's two and five. You're you're not going four and one the rest of the way with, with this schedule, even even though it should be 
a favorable schedule. And now, once again, the losses look worse because Tech just got beaten on their home field by a Kansas State team that I had pretty much given up on. I thought I had been in their corner a bit too long. Um, I finally picked Tech to beat them this week. And what do you know? It's just that that Cam Stewart curse. But thank you so much to Nate Bennett for coming on today and hope that that gave you a little glimpse behind the curtain of what that recruiting process is like and hopefully will lead to some more good recruits like Nate Bennett in the future. We're going to talk Cincinnati. We're going to talk more football this week starting tomorrow. This has been Always Will Be. Thank you for making it your first listen today and every day. Locked on Baylor.